0: Hello, and welcome to Calcutta Art House, an uninformed and irreverent podcast on Bengali art house cinema. I'm Pramit Chowdhury. And I'm
1: Ayal And today we are talking about not the Afro trilogy.
0: No, we've moved on.
1: I know, Uncharted Territory. Although
0: temporarily we haven't moved on because the film we're talking about today, Jal Shavar is, or The Music Room, was made between Opera Dito and Opera Shanshad, which are the last two. Films, so in think.
1: fact, we've taken a step back. We
0: have taken a step back. I wonder whether the quality of the podcast will take a step back as well.
1: Well, we we didn't record last
0: week because of the. We banked an episode. We
1: banked an episode,
0: so we also needed to recover from the Texas storm. Yes, yeah, which mostly in our case involved throwing lots of our fungal stuff away that got flooded over in the great the great garage flood of yes. two thousand twenty one. Yes, so we're we're a bit rusty. I mean, we've been talking to each other <laughs> for the past week, so I guess we're we're still practiced.
1: I guess I did find this movie a bit of a chore.
0: I don't I, know that that had to I do with to... us being out of practice. I think it just it was uh, it was a different kind of film. It was emphatically our house. It was
1: it was more our house than I expected, especially after the last three films. Because Father Punchali I was like, "Okay, this is our house." Nothing happens. It's all kind of, you know, blurry. But then, Oprodito and Oprodito, I was like, it has a plot, it has characterization. Like, it's practically
0: commercial. Things
1: happen. Exactly. <laughs> it's basically, like... You know you the know, irony? The irony
0: is that he made this movie because Oprodito was not a big commercial success. And so he went to make something more popular. <laughs> 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 Which... You know, it, it was kind of mixed. It, it was not... I think he might have slightly misjudged his audience. I don't know. Um,
1: Knowing his audience, he so, probably
0: nailed it so, um, He did and he did Was it more successful? Uh, successful? At the time, I don't know, relatively speaking, but um, the, the aim was to have musical, like really famous musical entertainment at the center of the movie, Not just in its plot, but like to actually film really famous musicians and performing artists that the audience would totally have known and would have, you know, really respected. And that that would in part constitute the film's appeal.
1: Oh, like Mamma Mia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Mamma Mia, but without the love quadrangle. Here I go again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then I think he probably went lent hard on the art house side maybe mm. that made it a bit more well maybe
1: he wanted to viewer. to compensate for the you know musical interludes so on average
0: it's, yeah well, so <laughs> the thing is right i mean so i don't know exactly the audience. i mean you know we've talked about this before but he's talked about his audience and the audience in general and the comp- the comparison is usually between you know like his type of cinema and very mainstream Hindi cinema, which is not entirely fair. I keep on reminding my students that, like one, there are lots of other Bengali directors working at the same time who are equally, if not more, art house-like than Karthik, whom we're going to talk about later. So we shouldn't exclusively think of Rai. And also, there were Bollywood directors who were really famous producing you know, actually quite sophisticated cinema influenced by Italian neorealism, who in one case was Bengali's name, was Bimal Roy. At, at the end of this podcast, you're going to think everyone, in, in, in both in the film community and in the characters, is called Rai, because, like, the character in this movie is also called Rai. Is
1: that not in fact the case, though? No, don't Bengalis have, like, four names? No!
0: That's that's the thing, no. It's just it's not well represented in this particular <laughs> okay, example. Right.
1: Yeah. Chowdhury, Banerjee.
0: Well, well, there's, there's like you know, Chowdhury and uh, Gumbley, Banerjee. Okay. I, mean, I, I said two of others. I said, but there, there, are plenty right? I mean, plenty. Of, but what's well represented in this little selection? If so I was look at whether it was a,
1: your cousin marry another person named Chowdhury
0: Um
1: uh, middle d-
0: yes, I, I mean obviously a different, different spelling. Anyway, talking of spellings I tried to look into whether there was a difference in the anglicised spelling of Rai, because like, you know, there's like Bumorai with R-O-Y and we have this with the characters in the story, right? And they they, they both come from the same, like they're the same spelling in Bengali. it's like, whatever, I mean if I anglicised R-A, R-A-Y-A, right? Which is the sanskritized form. But I couldn't actually establish whether there was a difference in meaning to using two different angle ones. There might not be. I don't know whether. Because the the, the title... Well, we
1: were... know for a fact that your mother listens to this podcast, so... Well, so was... Hit us up on Facebook and I'm let us to know. To know bit up bit on he...
0: Quora, and it rapidly became a little prejudicial borderline racist. So... Wait, so instead
1: of talking to any of your Bengali-speaking relatives, you decided to go on Quora? Uh,
0: that's a good point.
1: I Didn't you probably... just talk to your father like... Three days ago at quite a lot of length because the children both bailed and
0: decided to go watch TV. Yeah, what did I talk to him about? N- not this. Yeah, I should have asked him. All right, okay. Note to self, I will ask my father this question. I, but my I the answer is no. I don't know why people choose the forms of anglicization that they do. Sometimes they do it to appear closer to like an, an a familiar English form, mm. and, like Paul and well, Paul, right? I have found but
1: having also a name that is difficult to anglicize, that usually mostly people do it because that's how they imagine... English phoneti- phonetics to work. But often, because it's always done by people who are native English speakers, in fact, there's no relationship to how actual English speakers speak. Which is why, if you are reading an anglicized foreign
0: name, you have a very high chance of mispronouncing it. Uh, yes, that's true. So, um, uh, the thing that I'm remembering is that the most amusing discussion on Quora, which I did not click on, because I don't have that come time, was, and I'll just give you the subject heading, it was, is Jason Roy a Bengali? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jason Roy of like Jason Roy like, of the fun. cricket team. Yeah. Oh, Jason, yeah. Jason. And
0: I'm just like, no, I'm pretty sure he's not.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put a picture of Jason Roy on the Twitter for page. those of
0: you who are familiar with what <laughs> For he those looks like... of
1: you who have never seen a white man before, <laughs> um, wow,
0: yeah, I was just like, that is really reaching. And
1: maybe he's very fair, but, yeah. Or <laughs> Um, anyway, before we go too far, we should summarize the plot premise concept of this movie, such as it is. And then, well, there are many questions.
0: Yeah, so the reason it's called The Music Room is because the centerpiece of the film, this this aristocrat landlord's... The Rai. The, yeah, the Rai. Uh, so he, he is a, a kind of a, a, an aristocratic landlord known as a, a, a zamindar or a jomidar. Right, And he's very he's very emphatic about his lineage and the fact that it goes back several generations, seems to have been a title awarded by the moguls. So, Some of these titles were awarded by the British, but this seems to have been an older title. Three
1: generations, which is the same number that the Council of Elders, right, resides to Harihar and Padra Panchali,
0: right? Yeah, oh I did good good connection? I didn't remember. Are, are Bengalis un-
1: unable or unwilling to count beyond? No,
0: in fact, that's actually uh, I'm... expressly not true because I know that my father has somewhere a record going back like a good deal further than that. So yeah. that, that, that is absolutely not the case. It might just be that these are the three most famous people, but it's unclear. The portrait. So, it, so in the music room, <laughs> the eponymous music room. In is is. So, so it's an, a place where he hosts musical entertainment at great expense, and he is not a good steward of his lands. Or it's his more of a
1: concert room, a concert hall than a
0: than a room. Yeah, yeah, the room kind of. It's just a room. It's not. like it's, if you imagine
1: like a Victorian music room, it doesn't have like a, a harp and a, a piano. It's not like in Bridgerton when they like play the harpsichord and dance, right? Yeah, it is a room. Is where room. musical
0: entertainments are held yeah. rather than a room that is you know specifically you know it's not like. They have instruments there, anyway. anyway. In this room, one of the key, there are a couple of key decorative features. Uh, the first is a chandelier, which features in the opening credits, mm. uh, swaying in the dark, um, and that is going to recur. well, throughout the movie is going to recur at the end in a very kind of pregnant scene. <laughs> and then, aside from the chandelier,
1: there's uh, the excellent mirror.
0: There is a mirror, a huge mirror that he often sits in front of, and then surrounding the mirror are the portraits of his ancestors. And he clearly sees himself as, you know, the natural successor to, you know, these people. He
1: does have a portrait of himself, right, hung above the mirror, or next to the mirror, or across from the mirror.
0: You know, I didn't even notice that that was a portrait of himself.
1: I don't know where the portrait of him is relative to the mirror, but there's definitely a portrait of him,
0: right, because it has that spider on it that he, like, pokes yeah, um, I just, yeah, I, I I didn't remember that that was a portrait of him, but yeah. But anyway, so uh, th- that's the, the kind of the key scene setting. That's the room that's at the center uh, the of, of the film. The mise-en-scene. Yeah. The film is largely set in his but aristocratic home. Um, Almost Which is basically entirely. a palace. Entirely. Yeah. And then very, very infrequently, you'll have a scene of the space immediately outside yeah, um, but that's about it. So it's a very static film in comparison to really all three of them. It's the a characters. psychological portrait. It is, yeah, it is a psychological portrait. I like your portrait, yeah, friend <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's about the decay of the aristocracy. The system, the the Zamindar system, was actually ended legally, I think, in the beginning of the fifties, but um, had been in decline for some time and. He represents the you know, not just the death of the system, but the death of a way of life. But but also maybe some of what was fundamentally wrong with that system, mm. um and its fixations and its identity and I mean it's I mean in, in, in the way the film portrays it, a certain narcissism, right? He's very he, he, he just intuitively justifies his own position as the the most important and the most important person and the person with the best judgment, that his yeah. aesthetic judgment correlates with his position in society.
1: And his nemesis is this poor guy, Mohim Ganguly.
0: Who is a self-made man, a businessman. Who has a car. Now. By the end of the movie, he has a car, he has yeah. A car.
1: And, and basically, every time Mr. Ganguly puts on... Any musical entertainment in his house or any event in his house, then the zamindar basically makes him cancel his plans because he is throwing in air quote an event already in his own home, but obviously he just made it up, so then he like throws the event at great expense, mortgaging more and more of the family fortune until in the end there is nothing left
0: i mean they're auctioning off the furniture at the end yeah someone wants to buy his horses yeah but his his most precious last remaining possession which is two two horses yeah but he won't he refuses to sell sell the horses but that's pretty close to the end of the film yeah. so he is he is not a good steward of the lands i mean there are floods and obviously there are floods you know there are floods in Bengal. it's not you know untrue to the situation there's a in some cases, a limited amount you can do about them, but you have the sense that he ought to have focused a little bit more on the land and maybe what one could do in terms of agriculture and irrigation to, you know, defend against what are periodic right natural cycles of flooding. So,
1: is water and music in Bengali related?
0: Isn't it like Joel? I don't know whether they're Joel. etymologically related. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean they're they mean the same sound, but I don't know whether they're...
1: Right, because there's this whole, like, right, he's I'm very... very it's all washed away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't... He uses... So he, the, the, the flooding is a metaphor that he absolutely uses. Basically, he says It's right It's all washed away Yeah And in what he's referring to that We should be clear about Since we we've, we've now reached the point That we're just like Whatever about spoilers So Yeah um, mm-hmm. So in the film it's Nobody
1: a- watching such <laughs> he's like, oh what's gonna happen?
0: What's gonna well they should do. They should do. It's gripping. So no, he uh he he there's death there is death. <laughs> there's death. There is, death. there is death, yeah. Um there's always there's either death or failure. Like if you just gotta both. get it to grips with usually both. Yeah. And one leads to the other. Yeah, or yeah. vice versa. This explains a lot about my sunny disposition. Um <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is an audio medium So the audience can't see your facial expression present. I'm sure they can feel it <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, So his, uh, his His wife uh, as, as so often as we've seen in these films Is a much more reasonable Practical person um, Yeah they should see your face now um, and, uh, <laughs> That's quite a turnaround um, So yes his wife thinks that uh, his his love for music is an addiction. Like Clarison. in Coco. Yeah. So you think. had some Coco comparisons, but you see, see, the, the audience... Oh, okay, so I can't do the Krabats with Coco because I think I was dealing with one of the kids when Ella was watching Coco, so...
1: I watched, like, 15 minutes of Coco, but basically the ancestor... Ernesto de la Cruz
0: <laughs> runs is he also He's
1: a he, he has music in his soul and he must play music and so he leaves his wife and goes off to be a musician and the the wife kinda, you know, gets together and starts a, a shoe business that goes through a family and so the entire family for like several generations abhors music and refuses oh, to, to play it. Okay. And then Miguel, the hero, yeah, is like, No, I must play the music.
0: Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, here the wife and kind of just At this her. point, Ella didn't want to watch Coco anymore, so. <laughs> so... So, so the the wife has a, a limited role... A very limited role. A pointed. very limited role. Very, very pointed, high value. Where she basically says, yeah, his love for music is an addiction, and it's corresponding, like, implicitly is damaging. Damaging to the estate, damaging to the family. And... He's mortgaged her, he's he's mortgaged off her jewels. Mm. And this is early in the film. So the film is basically mostly a flashback. A very, very, very long flashback. So you see him at the beginning of the film in his late stage, um, which it turns out is actually pretty close to his death.
1: I have to say, as a summary
0: of the film, (laughs) this
1: is more confusing than than not. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, you're going to have to watch it then. so the whole film is a well, most of the film is a flashback, and uh, in in that flashback, in the in the early scenes, his wife is criticizing his addiction and is criticizing the effect that his love for music has on their son. So she says, in you know, good you know, bingley mother fashion, that he's neglecting his studies to just go around playing music and ride on horse. The worst thing is he wants to ride. He wants to ride too far the, the horse. And
1: <laughs> too far, too furious.
0: Well, <laughs> no, well, but. I, I, right, I think that's also... That conveys the, the cyclonic element, mm. right? He, which, and the, su- the, son, the son and the mother... I oh,
1: that's too fun. Yeah, fun.
0: so the, the mother says, let's go away. And instead of going with his wife and his son, he's just See, like, no, no, no I always, don't go out. You
1: should always go with your wife.
0: He should have gone, but... Anyway, so instead he stays at home to, you know, listen to more music. And his wife and son are then summoned back for one of these hastily arranged musical entertainments to compete with you know, the, the neighbour, Gumbly. And he demands that they come back during cyclone season, and they are drowned. So, washed away. Yeah, washed away. And so that is... So, so there's kind of the, the very... You know, substantive material effect of water and of flooding and of the cyclone on his family as well as on his estate. And metaphorically for, you know, the, the cyclone of change that is transforming the organization of, you know, Indian politics and society profound. We just ended the podcast here, that was great. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Michael>. <laughs> My students did not get that quality I think on Tuesday, but well, they can get it now. Well, yes, they, they will. Yeah.
1: So, in first scene, let's talk about what people really want to know. In that first scene, mm-hmm. right, he um, he has sherbet.
0: Uh, yeah, sherbet. I do you know, I always think, so, sherbet I think of is just squash, right?
1: I don't think any Americans would know what squash is.
0: It's just like a cordial, basically, right? Still,
1: still not. It's a concentrated
0: like fruit drink <laughs> uh, mixed with water to your taste, but and it's very sugary in in, in India, like like everything, like tea. And but sherbet, I think of as that fizzy white sweet candy thing, yeah. that you put on your tongue and it kind of fizzes and is.
1: I don't think so. I, I
0: imagine what he's drinking is like a slushy or something. Uh, no, I mean, you know, there's ice in it, but I I think it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just a, a like, a, a fruity, sweet drink. I mean, non-alcoholic. Although he drinks alcohol.
1: Really? Alcohol
0: is a, Yeah, I mean, that's why they're always, he's always been uh, Oh, yeah, drunk. he's always been right. drunk,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they take out, like, in the, like, the last big shinding that they organize? like, the the servant, like, takes out this, like, obviously, like... One of those liquors that's, like, obviously
0: colonial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's... Isn't it, like, a brandy or something? Yeah. Or a cognac? Cognac, yeah. maybe, yeah.
1: But it's something that, like, both our grandparents would have drunk. But, like, yeah, it's like Hennessy or, it, or something, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the reason I am... I, I, I When I, he
0: starts speaking in English... Towards the end. You were saying, right, that it's weird. But when he's super drunk and kind of at his most arrogant and also at his most empty, right, He he starts... Kind of deliberately sounding pretentious mm. and going on in English at the portraits, and I think, yeah, that too is so. You know, it's the the the, the decadence. There's a line drawn between like you know, mogul decadence, British decadence, right, colonial decadence, and like this anglicized but very outmoded decadence, right? That is supposed to seem well, like a bad no, model like,
1: neoclassical architecture and. There's that random like classical statue that's in the whatever the foyer the the peristyle. Yeah, I <laughs> of, mean there was a the lot house. of that
0: during the colonial period. I mean I mentioned to you that there's this uh, house in Calcutta where you can still go. Well, I don't know if you can now, but I went a few years ago, and it's this kind of decaying palace where they have like a you know a school of Titian. I think it's like a Venus and Adonis, and they have a bunch of other. You know renaissance and neoclassical artworks not in a great state I mean no, I if you thought. were like a conservator and you went there I think you'd probably have connections but um yeah you can get a pass to go and visit and it is very much like it, you'll see the relationship between that and like the state of this palace like, towards the end of the movie it definitely feels the same yeah I mean
1: it's I don't know I've got nothing call and edit that out <laughs> um so the reason I, I i bring up the sherbet is that we did have one reader comment even if that reader is your mother and she said that we spent a lot of time talking about tea but we didn't talk about biscuits
0: well as as you've pointed out many a time and as my mother says herself you can't have tea without biscuits or coffee or coffee without. and you know as i've as i've aged so too i have I have really taken to having a biscuit with my tea. Yeah.
1: So, do you have biscuits with sherbet? I don't think... I mean, it's it's India,
0: right? So, you, any time you get given anything, you just get <laughs> food that goes with it. But, I don't know, biscuits in particular. Yeah, you get... I mean, you get given those um those Britannia biscuits with pretty much anything. The bourbons? Uh, no, those plain Britannia biscuits. Or, like, the parlays, right? The par- oh, parlays. Parlays, yeah. But, um, Brit- Britannia has a plain biscuit as well. So... I mean, you get those with everything. I mean, obviously you get sweets given fairly liberally. You get, you know, various other snack foods, you know, chanachur and things like that. But I think with, with, you know, charlotte people, yeah, maybe a biscuit. Well, I
1: mean, I... I I mean, it's meant to
0: relieve because it's hot, right? Yeah. So it's not as much of a natural accompaniment to food.
1: We are having our fourth coffee of the day without any biscuits.
0: Well, now we've started talking about biscuits, I just want a biscuit yeah,
1: but like so what what is
0: food is not a big part of this movie. if you notice like even though it's a lot about entertainment, it's actually one of the movies that does not really take much interest and it's about it's about it's about you know large scale entertainment as well, Ooh. but it's basically all music and alcohol and very male, right, the only people in the audience.
1: Yes, uh, I didn't then. notice
0: that. He says to his wife at one point... You're just you know, not you going to should... let
1: me talk about biscuits, are you?
0: No, we're going to come back to biscuits, right? But, like, he says that she should listen, and she's just like, I don't want to. And it's clearly mostly because, you know, she's just like, you've just wasted all of our money on this. But also, you're just like, why would she want to go? Like, it's literally a room full of It's very men.
1: sympathetic, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Well, except they don't talk.
1: That's true. They, they just, just nod
0: their head. It's great. They nod their heads really appreciatively to the music. It's, very, it's Yeah, I imagine South by Southwest is pretty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I there was some number. There's even the guy snorting snuff.
0: So one of the ways in which you know that Gundley is not appreciative of the music is that he's just sitting there like snorting snuff through the thing, looking around nervously to see how everyone else is enjoying it because he's so insecure. But no food.
1: No food well which is you know the merit in in my book <laughs> some of the numbers performed in in this this film i think would actually be quite good for some. the first
0: by. one is a banger like i'm going to try and buy that first one I don't Wh- which one the one with the, the the woman singing i have to look up all of the names of the performance but oh. the I one like who the sings one... guzzles and...
1: i like the one with the raindrops
0: that the old man Oh, yeah, so, I mean, the other thing is it's...
1: Because there's, like, this cool, like, heat change. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cosmopolitan, right?
0: Because there's there's the tradition of, like, the the types of song that, you know, Muslim singers sing, and then there's some classical Indian dance, right? There's some Catholic dance as well. So, yeah, it's supposed to be really cosmopolitan. Um, But there's
1: no Bengali music, right? There's no... No, it's all Hindustani,
0: basically, yeah.
1: So what? I think it
0: points back to that modal tradition, Hmm. but I could be wrong. But I think that's Is what this
1: movie even in Bengal?
0: Yeah, it's in Murshidabad. Oh why well, that isn't in. it's like but out. There to is
1: me. that bit where where the, the service That's why
0: he says like the singer or the, the, the accompanist is from Murshidabad, I think. Oh.
1: There is that bit where Ananta, the servant, is like, Well, Ganguli, he has a new house and all of his furniture is from English shops. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the the servants are in some ways the best bird. I mean in terms of the most likable bit about the movie because the characters other than the mother who gets killed, they're so un unlikable. Like Ganguly's pretty unlikable too, because he's basically just, you know, out for he's he's he's, he's, he's kind he is kind of a bit grasping. <laughs> he is. I mean well, but
1: you know, like he he gives to the poor,
0: Ganguly. Yeah, does he?
1: Yeah, there's that bit where he announces that meal for the poor will be giving at Ganguly's new
0: house. Oh yeah, but isn't it to isn't the point that he's very self promoting? Well, whereas whereas Rai is is an innocent. <laughs> well, I think that's that's why we're supposed to see kind of neither of them as particularly good models, right? So Rai has this memory of this time when he, like, opened up the doors to, you know, a thousand people yeah. to take shelter because of the floods. And he does, when when Gungli wants to use his land for whatever it is, his, his you know, part of his business, you know, he says that there are... He sets restrictions on the amount of taxes or the amount of interest, I can't remember, the amount of interest, sorry, right, that he charges. So I think he's meant to be seen as as having good principles. But then if you don't steward your land well, then in the long term are you really looking out for the interests of, you know, your people or not, right? I mean the same is true for the music. It's all very well being a patron of the arts. But if you preside over like the death of the artistic community, then you haven't done an especially good job, no matter how much you might love the the actual product itself. So, um, in, in the meantime, by the way, Ayala has gone and procured us some biscuits. So <laughs> The quality of the podcast is about to get much better.
1: <laughs> well, I'm,
0: oh my- Fueled by a Tim Tam. Okay.
1: Yeah, so this biscuit is a Tim Tam. It's not a real Tim Tam. It's a...
0: Well, you have to explain what Tim Tam
1: Trader Joe's Aussie style biscuit or whatever. So this is a stick style at the end of
0: anything and, you know, make it seem vaguely legit. Well, not smoked salmon. Well, no, you make it seem very legit. And then, you know, you have the thing and you're like, oh, I see. When you say style, what you mean is I have no earthly idea how to do this thing well. So to substitute for that, I just inserted the word style as a suffix.
1: So Tim Tam is two layers of chocolate biscuit. With some chocolate cream in the middle, and the whole thing is dipped in a layer of uh, milk chocolate ganache, and and it is a, a delight.
0: You you made a better tin I well, um, I certainly made a hard. richer Tim Tam. Yeah, it was so rich that I think you could have it was, about it was one.
1: quite hardcore. Yeah,
0: it was kind of well um, done.
1: But yeah, we also have many bourbons in in our biscuit cupboard right now. Um, these are Indian bourbons. These are Indian oh, bourbons. The kids, for some reason, insist on like opening them up and just eating the cream. Ella will usually eat the biscuit after that. Uh, Theo, Theo won't. No, he won't. they also do this
0: with Oreos, which I, I find it's, it's pretty disgusting.
1: But uh, unfortunately, we don't have a big array of biscuits. Well, we
0: gave them. Uh, we, 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 that was our dessert that we took for dinner at our friend's house. Remember, you made a biscuit
1: our socially distanced.
0: Well, we're in a bubble. Yes. For for context, this is um, uh, the parents of Alice. Alice' friend.
1: But even so, it's not like we have like your mother has access to a larger range of of
0: biscuits. Um. So if I had to, I mean, because it's England. Yeah, yeah, I
1: had to create a hierarchy. All cookies here. Of biscuits.
0: Like plaintive crying. <laughs> Ginger snaps. Brandy
1: snaps. Brandy, snaps. brandy snaps. brandy snaps. Everybody
0: loves a brandy snaps.
1: Brandy snaps. I like a good custard cream. The bourbon is ob- obviously a,
0: oh, jammy, a... Don't forget the Jammy Dodgers.
1: Yeah, I'm not as like... We've kind of gone
0: off them over time.
1: It's just that they're not as good. Like, Jammy Dodgers, I feel, is a biscuit, but is actually better homemade. Yeah, fair. We also had a Jack Cake phase a while back. Yeah. Um, but there is a ontological argument with the...
0: What's a Florentine? Is it a biscuit? I think so. I did like those Mops and Spencer's Florentines. And I bought. They were very tasty. Did you? I, this was going back several years now. Mm. <laughs> the, Just, oh, those those Jules de Strooper biscuits, mm. basically any of their biscuits. Those yeah, are,
1: those are good. Yeah. Uh, we like a shortbread. I made Hamantaschen the other day. Oh,
0: that is a good. That is a good biscuit. You
1: say that, but I like devoured like most of them. So clearly, you didn't like them.
0: <laughs> no, I do. I do like as you know. Uh, sometimes with those kinds of things, including biscuits that we have just in our cabinet they need to be placed in my hand otherwise i forget if they're not right in front of me i just yeah i'm very judgy expression i'm
1: I'm feeling judgmental today (laughs) so yeah so i think i don't know with with a biscuit it's it's really it's not a hierarchy issue so much as like you just want a biscuit now i am willing to bet that if your mother is still listening to this podcast at this point she said now I need a biscuit, and Probably. went off in a huff to rummage in the biscuit. Well, she
0: she would have been like, I am dissatisfied with the biscuits I have. I did not get the biscuits that I wanted from 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 or whatever. So, but be aware that you know your selection of biscuits is considerably superior to ours. Yeah, it's a very sorry situation. The biscuit aisle. I mean, it's not even called a biscuit aisle. No, it's a cookie. Yeah. Like Like cookies are different things,
1: they're like chocolate chip, and and but they're all the same, they're just like the same,
0: but with a nut in them, or like you know, but they're they're all fundamentally the same cookie base. (laughs) A Jeremy Dodger and a bourbon have very little to do with each other. I mean, setting aside the whole Jaffa cake, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, setting aside that, even things that are widely acknowledged (laughs) to be biscuits in the literature.
1: (laughs) <laughs> dear dear listeners, if you're still with us, prove that you are alive by getting in touch and telling us what your favorite biscuit slash cookie is. We are. We've
0: been getting great reviews on our, our podcast, yes. which is basically inexplicable. It's I mean, it's not
1: that explicable. We have friends who like us, which is unusual uh, for
0: us, admittedly. But but there you go. Uh, but we have not had um, enough queries. And I feel biscuits are a, a ready subject. A ready for, subject. For so we are, as, as
1: ever, on Gmail. We're at calcuttaourhouse at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter at thatourhousepod. And you might think this is the end of this podcast, but it is in fact not. We're just kind of running out of steam <laughs> and eyeing our biscuits. So we're going to take a quick Tim Tam break.
0: Biscuits of the world unite. And
1: if we had a sponsor, this is where they would have their spot. But we don't have sponsors. So if you're out there and want to sponsor us, now's your chance. We will be back in a... Jiffy. In a, a Jiffy. Jaffa. A Jaffa. A Jaffa. <laughs> A, a Okay, we are, we are back. Half a Tim Tam and two Bourbons later. Um, there's still two Bourbons just sat there mocking us.
0: I don't think we can take another break during the podcast, though. I mean, people are gonna think that we have an addiction.
1: <laughs> this is just a bid for Britannia to, to sponsor us, right? Like for Tim or Tim Just
0: about any biscuit company, really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We are we are very happy to sample your wares and advertise them to the world. In fact, it is the the most Bengali thing to eat many biscuits. That, that's true. If a mustard or a fish company also wants, <laughs> we would be down for that as well. I quite like. Maybe we
0: should have like a biscuit review podcast.
1: A biscuit review podcast,
0: oh, yeah. In addition
1: to this podcast,
0: in addition to this, it doesn't have to be concurrent. We could do it, you know, next. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that
1: like it, people
0: it, might want a thoroughly researched assessment. How thoroughly? I'll eat a lot of biscuits.
1: So. <laughs> I see an empirical approach to yeah. that study. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with that. Alright. I'm fine with that.
0: Okay. Listeners.
1: Coming soon. <laughs> Coming
0: soon. They might just be like, ditch the art house cinema, just straight straight to the biscuits, please.
1: <laughs> no, we have many plans for our cinema. We have Well, no, like we've got Israeli cinema. I started
0: licking up Chinese cinema the other day. Yeah. eye roll. <laughs>
1: No, no, I was down with that. I was down with it. Um, and then we we're gonna do Kitty, our house. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have many seasons. We're you stuck with us? You, you stuck with us 4 yeah. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but back to back to this. Back to Joshigore, yeah, yeah. So the entire time we were talking about Joshigore, I just thought thought about him, Shigur. Maybe it's because, the mango. Yes, <laughs> because I'm hungry.
0: But not, not related.
1: How? How not?
0: No, they're not etymologically related.
1: Even the gore.
0: Past? No, no, <laughs> this is a different, different one. I feel the like movie would
1: have been improved with some mangoes,
0: uh, no, 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 no. or
1: Alfonso, or Chosha, or any. I or like. I was anything. saying, there's just not a lot
0: of food. There's just you know the the the, the well, what they call sherbet. And there's alcohol, but for for you know for, for for a film about a for the about the land, right? It is notable that. There isn't very much land or product of the land on show, yeah. which I think is very telling, right? It's all very. Interior. It is sad
1: to me that we are recording this at a moment in time when I'm I'm hungry. We did have excellent tacos for lunch, but those. I don't are
0: think cool. we can get sponsorship from them. they I mean, I we strongly recommend them for our Austin listeners. Takaria mm-hmm. Agnelli, top Takaria in top Austin, taqueria. and also down the road. From yes.
1: Anyway, um, I shall I shall try and reign my thoughts.
0: Away from away food from and food. towards Talking of reins, uh, oh, horse, that's a good. Oh, I could do this professionally um, so, <laughs> so I mentioned horses hmm. um, and the two most prized possessions of Lord Rai, as he's called in the subtitles. But Vishal um, Rai are uh, his horses Tufan and I can't remember the name of the other. Modi. Yeah, Tufan is the his his favorite horse, the white horse, and he gets you know dressed up right with his uh his his fine regalia to ride his horse every day and that is how he's going to die at the end of the movie and right the tufan is related to the right the cyclone that kills his family his wife and son and um also devastates his lands and that's how he too is going to die so he rides his horse when he's totally hammered and he absolutely shouldn't be riding his horse in this you know, servant tries to get him to not ride his horse but he ignores him because he ignores all good advice.
1: He should not drive drunk.
0: And then determinedly rides, you know, he's kind of sweating and it's it's one of the less so the film is kind of achieves Rai's high standards almost exclusively, but I, I don't like the way that, that film works. It that
1: is a plays. bit of a There yeah.
0: are a few scenes where he, he kind of he dips. Like there's the slap or the punch in Opu Shang which I feel doesn't quite work. Um, that was criticized elsewhere for being untrue to the character i think actually that's not my criticism my criticism is that it just it looks very unconvincing and the same is true for this scene of the, the the horse riding anyway he sees a boat and he kind of basically just goes straight for the boat right so it's the horse that's right etymologically related to the cyclone heading towards a boat that's kind of been abandoned the boat obviously symbolizing the boat that is Son and mother, his wife were, were the killed. ship of state. The ship of state. I was going that way. Yes, exactly. So, um, uh, his horse rears up, but it's almost like a suicide, really. His horse rears up, he gets thrown from it, and and he falls to the ground and he dies. And the servants come up to him. One of one of the servants says to the other one, "I can't believe you you let him go." And he was like, "Well, what could I do? I told him not to go, but he went anyway." And immediately prior to this scene, when he was gone, that kind of drunken, you know. Uh, oratorical rampage about you know how how great his family is he says the reason why i so, so I, I have to give you a kind of a sequence of events leading up to his death so in one of these many scenes of competition where you know Ganguly's like i'm going to host this person and he gets undercut by Rai who then <laughs> pays with his last money to get the same artist not
1: just any money the the sacred money
0: the sacred money right that's supposed to the last money he had is what supposed- is the sacred money? money i think it's it's devoted to the upkeep of the shrine on his lands i think that's what it's for right because we
1: have like a couple of
0: silver coins on our lakshmi would be
1: yeah Uh, I i
0: don't think this is for that but um anyway so he's willing to throw it all away for this last competitive entertainment and at the entertainment once the dancer has you know, finished performing, is about to throw some coins at her in a kind of, you know, crass, you know, gauche way. A gauche way. No, and then um, he stops, Rai right, stops him and says, no, it's the privilege of the host to do it. And so, you know, really kind of public humiliation of this person who doesn't know the rules of the game. So it's basically, it makes everyone look bad. Um, but particularly Rye himself, right? He's doing this all just to appear better than right this Arabist, right? who lives he lives next door with his you know electric his electric power and his car and all of these like newfangled modern. Contraptions, right? While he is kind of staunchly upholding the traditions, but actually he's just totally vain and narcissistic.
1: Zandar-ing, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And he 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 says, "Ha! He failed, right? When he's on his own and he's just you know he's uh, he's enjoying his superiority. He says he failed. Why did he fail? Because by blood, right? I am superior to him. I'm the descendant of these you know these these kings, and you know he's just a, a nobody and he uses the word blood a lot, rockdale," and then when he dies, the servant comes up to him, his body, and he sees that there's a pool of blood and he says blood at the end of the at the end of the film. And so it's kind of almost like a horribly ironic undercutting, right? That like after all of this kind of empty vain boasting about his blood right blood means nothing in the end it's just the thing that right circulates in your body to keep you alive and when it's out it's out so i i mean i like that I, I like how how undercutting that is and um you know that that's that's a, a good point to end the movie and then they show the chandelier and so there's a ring composition at the beginning of the film right? the chandelier like the lights have gone out and in fact he says that the lights start to go out and he's very disturbed by why the lights have gone out In the chandeliers, and his servant says, well, it's the daytime, so that's why the lights have gone out. But it's supposed to be more symbolic. It's the moment of realization that, like, he's really, he's he's not only have things, you know, he says in the passive that things have washed away, but it's not that. It's that he has actually washed them away, right? He's kind of, he refuses that level of agency. But he he is at fault. He is responsible. With power comes great responsibility. And he did not exercise that responsibility. But there are a lot of hookahs in the film, right?
1: There is a lot of hookahs, yeah, which I was surprised by.
0: My grandfather's smoked a
1: Yeah, you you said. You told me it's right. from yesterday. I, I thought it was a, a Muslim thing, but apparently. Well, I think it probably was.
0: But then it was transmitted to India and mm. um, was, was taken up. But um, anyway, so to get back to the ship of state. So for our listeners who are not, as, as I'm. i by
1: the way, has. stomping on an urge to quote Horace and Latin. No,
0: don't don't stomp on it. Why?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> there is a limit to potential.
0: Even. Though... <laughs> well, I it, I don't know how much people expect like classics to feature as part of this podcast, since it's actually the thing as you pointed out that we we were supposed to you know not be ignorant about, unlike Bengali cinema. But uh, but anyway, within within classical literature, are you going to do the Horace? No. no. No, you're not going to do it. No. <laughs> The audience will just have to wait.
1: No, because I'll quote it wrong, and then will get angry emails, and I, I, I don't. Know. <laughs>
0: um,
1: if you know, you know.
0: So, anyway, so I'll in, put it. In, I'll put
1: it on the. In, in Greek and
0: Latin literature, frequently they treat images of ships as an image for the state so you know if there's a storm and the ship is in a storm it's uh, an image for you know the the state being in a in a rocky condition and it feels very much as if you know that boat at the end of the uh, of the the film is symbolic of you know his personal state, but also um, you know the condition of his his community, which he has jeopardized, right? Because I mean, he is supposed to be responsible for their stewarding. Now, whether Ganguly is going to take own that mantle or not is kind of uncertain. The people don't like Ganguly, so in an earlier he says that you know I don't get it, like you know the people still come out in crowds to cheer I, but when I go around in my car, they throw they throw rocks. That forward defensive, nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. A defender. <laughs> Everybody likes the Kevin Peterson. No, wait. Hold on. Nobody likes Kevin Peterson.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking
0: about? Uh, the ship of state. The so of state. the other thing that I was this thinking... is more of a boat of state. A boat of state. Yeah. So the other thing that I was thinking of was, you know, his his failure to control his horse. The controlling of a horse is also a familiar classical motif, right? Yeah. At the end of *George* X, one and horses being out of control. And that's symbolizing the state or the world being out of control. So it does feel as if he has, you know, he has really lost control of everything um, emphasized in that. And, you know, uh, I was saying there's a a famous play in Greek as well as in, in Latin, the Hippolytus, where a young guy in that case, who is also incredibly vain and uncompromising, also ends up losing control of his horse at the end, of the, or his chariot, to the be fair, with divine assistance. Divine assistance. Yeah, I think the the presence of the divine here is kind of limited.
1: Well, so actually, while you were talking about classics, I was thinking
0: <laughs> about <laughs> and you know everyone's talking about renaming classics because they don't like it and the well, they can got suggestions. House. They could rename it. I thought, why not push Classics? That's great. <laughs> classics. <laughs> I feel like covers all bases. What base? people who like classics will be happy at retaining classics, and everyone who doesn't like classics will be like, "Oh, but it's got pfft, at the beginning." <laughs> so, and everyone else will be like, kind of curious. I, I want to know more about <laughs> this
1: pfft classics.
0: <laughs> that is literally not a worse suggestion than anything else that's been offered. That that is, that is
1: perhaps true. But I was thinking about the you can uh, do that with
0: any discipline. It's totally transferable. <laughs> French. <laughs> And mathematics.
1: Well, especially Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> not um,
0: enough Welsh classes. Quite. Yeah. It's true. Are there, any there is things? not enough linguistic diversity on offer. I don't even. There's like two Bengali classes at UT. And they're very emphatic, they're like, we do not allow heritage speakers. <laughs> Which I thought was a little unfair, but yeah. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah, it says very clearly in the course description, heritage speakers are not allowed. Didn't you take Bengali?
1: No, I took Hindi. Well, I you know Bengali, I don't know, I don't
0: know Hindi. So yeah. I, I took, I, when I was a like, grad student, there was a linguistics requirement, and I just didn't feel like taking it. So at the time, I think... No, was,
1: that was, oh no, you took Hindi. Why did you take Sanskrit?
0: For, for laughs. Oh, for, 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 for giggles for giggles. Yeah, okay. I it for giggles and was promptly told by the I think now no longer with us but great Sanskritist Stanley Insler, who was also marvellously caustic and made literally people in our class cry but anyway uh, Stanley <laughs> promptly said to us yeah you're too old for me <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, no, I took I took Hindi for my linguistics requirement, which is a total. Were you required to do a dance at the end, like dance? I wasn't a required monkey. to. I was uh, I was volunteered to do a dance because I didn't turn up to the meeting
1: because <laughs> you were
0: you. Were, I was hungover. You were hungover. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I, I have very little self-respect. Unlike Bishon Burai, I, I don't really have much dignity. Yeah. So.
1: It, I, I mean, by all, by all accounts, it was quite a dance. And you and what's his name, Ashish, had like a West Bengal, East Bengal
0: thing. Uh, I, can, I actually can't remember his name. Wasn't Ashish? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Adib, maybe? But anyway, um, yes, I in my dance, yes. there was a West Bengal gesture. No, we got on very well. It was it was it was, it was fun. Um, but yes, but I
1: was thinking about. I actually know the the story, but right? Isn't isn't the the like the mythography mythology the mythology that Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth, and Shorshati, the goddess, massive of... massive
0: side eye? Yeah, but... of
1: music and art. Yeah, Our sisters, not buddies, but they hate each other. Yeah. And so you can have well, not hate,
0: but like, you know, yes, they are
1: one or the other, right? But you can't
0: be a wealthy musician. Or neither, I suppose, or, in my case. Or, but yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. Ella got into Shursty for a while. I can't remember why. She's more into Duga. But didn't she like what did I read? Her that that book, and it was a a vina and she was like, "We say vina."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say vina. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, we do. <laughs>
1: so I don't I don't know what the the vina,
0: like, by the way, is the instrument. The yeah. so just to clarify for those people. So in Bengali, you say a ba where um, other Indic languages might use a va, and similarly sa and sh. Yeah. So, um, I'm, and this is no doubt very confusing for so for students, students listening. Um, you know, they're they're getting a a weird entree into the pronunciation of words in Indic languages because normally the most the form that is familiar to Westerners tends to be like the Hindi form or whatever. But these students are getting getting totally different perspective. The bar everywhere, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but so I don't know the story, like if if there's like a a nice story behind the.
0: You know, I don't know if there's a story. I mean, there must be, but I actually yeah. don't know.
1: I guess it's the kind of thing one
0: could Google in advance. There are so many things to Google. I know. I've been looking at reviews. I mean, obviously, you know, again, the the preparation for class is you know, it Matters. <laughs> I've been looking at reviews of the film. Um, I mean, West, Western reviews and, like, film quarterly or whatever. And, you know, because these are professional film cl- critics, they're obviously they're, they're falling head over heels for this movie. They, they really love this movie. But it actually totally strengthens their, you know, their uninformed sense that this is unique cinema and there's nothing else like it. You know, there's this figure who has totally transformed everything. And it's because they're basically, all they've done is watched the films of Rai and then probably they have some loose familiarity with contemporary Contemporary to that time, Hindi cinema, and mainstream Hindi cinema. So, you know, as a result, they they kind of have an exaggerated view of the, the uniqueness of, of this film. Which isn't to say that it isn't unusual, it is unusual. It didn't help that, like, with the Gothic films weren't known outside India at the time, and, and others as well.
1: But so, obviously music and art is traditionally the purview of the, the nobility, right? Because it requires mm-hmm. leisure to... Get really good on, on the beat. <laughs> oh, I mean the
0: music, The musicians are poor professional musicians,
1: right? Yeah. But
0: it's a but they exist through patronage.
1: Yes, I was going to talk about how this movie is very meta, but I.
0: Well, I mean you're, the... You're the, the 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 opposition of like money and culture, right? I mean that that was a theme in right Potter and, yes, and and, and opera Ditto as well, and opera to some extent. So it's a theme in the opera trilogy, and it's a it's a theme here, but. You know, Rai does seem to be someone who's just like, look, we need to value culture and I am, you know, pretentious in a good way, but you've got to be practical about it. Why well, right? I like,
1: more the sort of the, the. I mean, it's not a play within a play. It's not, it's not Hamlet, but it, like the... Well, but there
0: is some of that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was saying that in some ways he is staging an opposition to Hindi cinema, right? Of, of mainstream, I should say, commercial Hindi cinema, where... With, like, you know, Hindi cinema, you have playback singers, not the actual singers on screen, rather, but people lip-syncing to other people singing. And here, he's just, like, you know, set aside all that artificiality, let's put the actual performers on stage in an unmediated, right, like... No, but
1: it is obviously supremely. Well, exactly,
0: but he's aware that it is also mediated within a plot that is about the preservation of that culture or the you know the perpetuation of that culture. So yeah, I mean, he is partly staging a kind of a negative view of his, sorry, a negative model of his own methods of representing and. Perpetuating Bengali culture. Not maybe. So, Hindustani culture there, right? Hindustani music culture is a kind of metaphor, right? For Indian culture of various types. Because he's he's interested in the effects of modernization. He doesn't want modernization to look the way that, you know, Ganguly represents, but he also doesn't want to give up on modernization the way that. Well, but
1: all Ganguly does is basically pay for the same things from different sources, right? Because Ganguly seems to just want to replicate what rye is doing but he makes his money right by working and he has a a car and electricity but he's not actually proposing to do something else yeah
0: i think it's it's his the way he's represented in the in the in the scenes he doesn't have an understanding of or appreciation of these things he's he's looking around him to see how other people respond to, to the, this art, it's not but really something. Isn't
1: this how you learn? Isn't this like anti-education?
0: Oh, well, so I do want, like, maybe you know, maybe we should have a more optimistic view of Gandhi. Maybe you know, at some point in his future, he'll be like, "Well, I didn't get it the first few times, but now I'm really into I mean,
1: he it." He seems to to really like the the dancer. Uh, you
0: know, the
1: contact yeah.
0: Really. Um. I mean, maybe that. Maybe yeah, Maybe I haven't given him enough credit.
1: I I have to say I did not find. It. I mean, he's he's kind of like his his demeanor is made to look like off-putting he's a bit like
0: well he's meant to seem like he's he's obsequious but then that is also a function of just social structure right i mean he's acknowledging the fact that there is this kind of highly stratified society right and there's also the significant age difference as well and so you know i don't know that that i mean he's he's awkward because he's not a natural within the system right um and he's coming from elsewhere but
1: yeah and i mean if i had to pick i am hashtag team ganguly but
0: yeah, no, I think I am too. Yeah. But I'm just at saying, the same like, time, yeah.
1: right? He he is just buying into the system, right? He's not putting on like you know a rock concert in, in oh, his house yeah. or like yeah. offering a a different sort of access to the people to this this culture. He's getting the same people, right? And he's opening his own music room, and like, right, they're, they're mirror images of each other. It's just how you pay for it. So well, but it, yeah, I
0: I don't know whether. It so isn't. it's not
1: like a—he's not a, a revolutionary. He's—he's.
0: He's, oh yeah, he's definitely not. Well, he's not a revolutionary in this. I mean, he might be a revolutionary in terms well, maybe, of like I don't know, you know, know how he does business or whatever. But um, I mean, technologically, right? I mean, electricity is not all, but not a bad thing, right? No, I mean, rise um, all about trains, automobiles, not necessarily that I mean, Yeah,
1: especially after the last few weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it's kind of. I don't know. This movie, I found, I, I found it a bit of a chore when we when we were watching it. Um, I mean, there
0: are long. You have to be into also the the scenes of the performances because as much as they do have, I think a meta role in the film. Like fundamentally, you're sitting and watching like a YouTube video of a performance. Yeah. Right. So, and and in some cases, a pretty long one. Yeah. Like you were like, oh, this could have been edited down, which. Is true, and might have been better cinematically, but in terms of giving you a sense of the thing itself, of what you enjoy is watching that performance, you really do get, like, a very patient, right? It's like playing a song on a radio and not interrupting it with ads or whatever. Like, you, you get the whole thing or a significant portion mm-hmm. of the thing. And so maybe for, you know, for an audience, you know, for a rise audience in nineteen. 19- yeah, you know, fifty, fifteen, fifty-eight, fifty. I don't know what this was made. Maybe for that audience there is a real pleasure to listen to the whole Although as I said it wasn't hugely commercially successful at the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I can see how for I mean I think for some of my for the students as well, it was like, Okay, this this is kind of a long
1: Yeah. But I actually
0: The whole it's... film is only a hundred minutes. I should say it's not like a it's not yeah. Lagan, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been improved with some cricket Every film would be improved with some cricket
1: um, Speaking of which Update from, from the series From those of you who, who are not following England has managed As they always do to embarrass itself mightily um, and, and they're now They're
0: now saying stuff like It would be amazing if we won uh, like, It would be, it'd be a they're, brilliant they're accomplishment two They're one. down 2-1 Is it a 4? This is the last test before the T twenties.
1: Well then it would be amazing if they won because No, be if they won clear. this test.
0: Um and I was just like, okay, that's true, but you gotta actually win it. So maybe It would help to put the right team out. Yes. Yeah, that would help. Yeah. They put put in what was it, three seamers for Basan... Well two seamers and a pace bowler. Yeah, I mean, like because that Joffre Archer yeah. as well. Yeah, just, and at yeah.
1: some point Joe Root was like he was great.
0: Root was amazing. He was like, Didn't he get like five wickets for eight runs or something?
1: <laughs> is there anything he can do? Um, but well, yeah, apparently
0: win the win. series. But yeah,
1: well, not not
0: everyone is stupid well, that's true.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: so few people. So few people.
1: But yes, I did find this movie oddly oddly affecting, even though I in the moment found it sort of boring. Because I think right, is it's it's he's just so mean and petty and it's also like pointless,
0: right? That's one of my students was just like, yeah, I so unsympathetic to him that at the end I was just like, Oh that happened And I was like, Yeah, I mean there there is so, you know, I wonder what contemporary young audiences think of tragedy because in some ways the film is a bit like a tragedy. It is like a bit real like tragedy, a tragedy or tragedy yes. or whatever. And I I do wonder whether today's young audiences view tragedy in a very different way, if they just don't feel that the character is sympathetic.
1: I have always felt that. So, for instance, Antigone, which is the one that's always thrown out, I've always felt that Creon is is the one who's misunderstood, because Antigone actually like goes and does a crime, right. and Creon is like, I'm just trying to like do what it says here in the, the statute of Laws, and this woman is doing things, and then his son dies, and lost, he's just like the unwritten
0: laws, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm I mean, I there, like is, a there really is this ongoing, ongoing discussion bureaucrat. now—the
0: well, bureaucratic tyrant
1: <laughs> is the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> there is this discussion now, right, about the Senate and and how like the Trump administration has exposed the the weakness of governmental norms, right, and unwritten rules, right, and and. And I was just like, well, yeah, because unwritten rules can be abused and, and right. twisted. And I think for a, a, an audience who is not reared on Aristotle and not kind of pre-told how to appreciate tragedy, I, I do think it is a different experience. But I will also say that these plays, I think while they're very strongly advertising to how they want the audience to understand them, right, they also... Leave open the the possibility of of sympathy to to the other. That's why everybody dies in a tragedy, right? Like a good tragedy, there's no one like everybody's dead at the end. but like it's a lose lose, right? I mean, it's
0: a lose lose for, for for yeah for I guess the majority of participants. I mean, right? You you have the glimmer of a future, right? Like at the end of King Lear, right with uh, with Edgar. Um so. <laughs> whole bad but, no, but I mean that's right. That's they 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 don't all have to end in like you know like a Seneca way. With no, but like pure pure downside.
1: It's not a winner loser genre, right? It it is a very much a like you can you can, it, it is more of a choose your own adventure kind of emotional journey than right. students are often led to believe. Right. Uh, What's whereas idea? I don't think this movie is. I would be surprised if anyone's like, oh, but Lord Rai, you are such a. Thoughtful, kind aristocrat. Yeah.
0: Yes, I think I think that's true. And I wonder whether the the film would have been more, let's say likable or commercially successful, if he'd lightened that somehow. Either by making Gungli more definitively like a more positive model, or by putting more into Rai's character that... the
1: Though at the same time, I mean you mentioned Lear, right? And and Right is more of a, a King Lear type, right? It, it is like a psychological, yeah. It's a psychological.
0: Of, but you, that's what of you,
1: someone right. who is kind of unspooling himself,
0: right? Yeah, but unspooling. I think you know you're meant to see it as unspooling because, to some extent, a context has been taken away so once upon a time there would have been no gun release or at least you know it's in a very simplified right framework once upon a time there would have been no gun release but there are now and in this new world you know the the costs of basically being a narcissistic albeit of impeccable taste but like a narcissistic you know whatever not really alcoholic but certainly someone who seems to abuse alcohol right that The the costs of that uh, and the longevity of that are just different um, because the world has changed, which is a little bit like the way that you know westerns dramatize the end of you know the the individual outside the law. Heroic, possibly, yeah. but, you know, like the searches or anything like that. And, and you know, it is just a new society. And something that might have worked in a previous society, however flawed, just isn't going to work in this new society. I read an article about this film that said, look, the message is not... Obviously, there are no, there are no I was watching the movie, right? The, the movie is for middle-class Indians shortly mm-hmm. after partition who've seen the demise of this system but who are really concerned about their own positions as stewards of culture in a rapidly modernizing country. That's the audience. And so when you're thinking about your relationship to culture, you're not thinking of yourself as like an aristocratic patron. You're just thinking of yourself as someone who's attached to... I mean, pick your... Pick your analogue, right? You're attached to opera. You're attached to painting. Wait, you're so then
1: what is, the, what is the message? Like, what is...
0: Uh, uh, Don't open... be a narcissist. <laughs> your culture is not, in fact, you know, an index of, of, of your, you know, your superiority. The culture itself is valuable, but you have to make it about the culture. You can't make it about, you know, your vanity. I mean, people do, right? I mean, that, one of the one of the issues with classics, right, is those people who abuse it by taking it. Yeah, as, Yeah, right? no, I'm just thinking about about people, right?
1: Gungoli, right? Who doesn't seem to get like presumably, if you're a middle class audience, then you are the the Or Are you saying that if you scratch a Gunguly, you get a zombie?
0: Yeah, in a way, I think they would have they they the way the Ganguly is characterised is a way that I think would have been perceived as problematic. For, for the contemporary audience, right? Where they, they, yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was, I was kind of you know jokingly saying that he's, he's, he's he's grasping or whatever. But like, actually, I think the contemporary audience does find discussion of money and you know business like aptitudes to be suspicious, even though many of them would have been engaged in right some some kind of business practice. But um, I think it is it's going to read differently to a middle class Bengali audience. You know that are see themselves as doctors, engineers, lawyers. You know government workers, but not necessarily business magnates. I think that it's going to read differently to them than it is to I don't know, like a contemporary US audience. I was wondering about mitha Lakshmi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might have, might view the the, the, very the, the very movie different. very differently.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, so what's uh, what's for next week?
0: Uh, Devi. So we're moving to religion oh. and superstition. And then I think that will be the end of segment one of of Rye's movies, and then we're going to move after that to the and then back to Rye, and then back to Kodak and Renal Shannon, and back to Rye. But yeah, there is going to be the next film from the early sixties about a person, a woman who thinks that they're a god.
1: Any specific god?
0: Color.
1: Oh, Wow. That's, yeah. that's uh, I guess you are going to go go big. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, wow. I am done. Maybe more on biscuits. Maybe more on biscuits. Maybe more on
0: cricket. We'll know the result.
1: We keep promising that there would be more on cricket. And it was there wasn't there There never is that much.
0: Okay, well, I can prepare something for next time. <laughs> 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 a potted report.
1: We did We did play some backyard cricket
0: the other... We did play some backyard cricket.
1: The other weekend. Yeah. And Theo was delighted. Delighted. Um, He's
0: going to be a great spectator.
1: He yes. to come. Yes. Yeah. We'll um, take
0: him down to lords.
1: It's a bit loud
0: for lords. Oh, well, hopefully he will be civilized when we take him down.
1: That's unlikely. <laughs> um, Could you yeah. just
0: leave him at the Valklycote?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is not a joke. There is a Valklycote. At, at, Lord's. at Lords, We, uh, we well, should hate to add
0: that we have not ever we bought anything not, from there, but uh, uh, there are yeah, just a load of hedge funders, aren't there? And, and
1: the amazing and thing is that you see. can buy, you can buy, like, what do you a call it? A Nebuchadnezzar. For, it's a snip. <laughs>
0: isn't it like 1800 pounds or something? Yeah, well,
1: we worked it out that if you buy one for your entire, like, Group. box, then it's if you have, like, what, 28 people, then, yeah. then it's pretty good value. But, um, yeah, that is, that is very much how the, the other half lives. So yeah, so that's that's next week. More biscuits, more of this, whatever lies. Maybe I will be less sleepy and hungry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would uh, that would improve proceedings.
0: Oh questions. Oh yes Bring 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 us your questions. Yes,
1: ignore ignore that first by calling katara. Uh yes, we are as ever at uh Calcutta, our House at gmail.com and on Twitter at that our house pod. And please contact us and ask questions. Otherwise, they'll just be us blathering on and on and on. Like like in the Celine Dion song. Um, <laughs> until the ship of this podcast sinks to a gory, frozen death.
0: Like Elsa's parents. And the Titanic. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> on that note.
1: On that note.
0: Bye! Bye.